get it, you know I be on the way. Good whatever time it is, welcome to another exciting episode of Ride the Rebellion podcast, the only mountain biking podcast that doesn't drop anyone off anything. <laughs> we're the Zero Drop podcast. If you don't know what Zero Drop means, that basically means that we're your friends. We ride with you no matter how slow you are. We just make fun of you at the end. That's correct. <laughs> the only fun to be made is at the phase two. Uh, okay, well, I'm Drew. I'm your co-host, one of two. Uh, one of two named Drew. Uh, anyway, um, with me, as always, is the king of the South Alabama turndown. Once once reigning and defending, possibly reigning, uh-huh. re-reigning, who knows now, champion, uh, CEO, C-suite king of, of Dale Boyd Sports Management, Dale yeah. Boyd. What's up, people? Party people? It's turkey people? Week. We're kind of dating yeah. this one, but we don't care. It's turkey people. Happy Black Friday. It's, holidays. it's a holiday season. We'll get two episodes of holiday podcast in before the new year. Ooh. Yeah. New year, new format. I think we got to change the whole show up. <laughs> we struggle with the current show. We can't even make it through this one. Wait for the next one. Um, okay. So today on the show, we got a couple of things that we're going to talk about. One, uh, the easiest way, or I'm not going to call it tips and tricks. We're really going to just be like straightforward about how to make your mountain bike videos look better. Or if you're filming your friends, or even if it's just for the gram, as Dale says, um, we're, we're going to help kind of just go over some stuff that we've learned having shot a lot of stuff. I'm going to impart my knowledge as a professional filmmaker, but also taking that same, ooh, let's mute that, taking that same idea and applying it towards your filming. Uh, we're going to give you some of that info. Some of it will be camera settings. Cause I think there's a little bit of that in there, but the majority of it is just some basic stuff we want to go over to help make your videos more fantastic. And the best part is like Drew's a professional and I'm not so he can give you legit stuff, and I ask, I can ask stupid questions that you're probably asking yourself <laughs> at the same time. It's fair enough. It works either way. Um, so we're going to jump into that. We're also going to talk a little bit about uh, an upcoming race event. Um, we're very hyped about it. If you've not seen the hype video for it yet, uh, Dale and I worked on that one together. Uh, talk about that logo you kind of crafted there. <laughs> so Drew said he's been a dreamer of NFL films his whole entire life, as was I when I was growing up. So... He wanted a logo. We pumped it out. <laughs> was it like five minutes? Yeah, I texted him. I was like, hey, what were the initials? Five minutes later, I sent it back. Yeah, so if you haven't seen the video, it's up on our uh, Facebook page and on the YouTube channel, which if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, pause this and then go watch that. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. It's quite funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, it turned out pretty good. We were very proud of it. But there's a lot of filming techniques in that. And we'll probably show you some of that throughout this video anyway. It's a little bit easier to do that. So I'll show some examples of a few things if I can as we go through the process of talking about it. So you'll see some of that stuff. You'll see the upcoming race footage. Uh, We're going to have a big race. We're very excited. Bug has had to vacate the title. If you didn't know, uh, big news in our world, that championship, the Reb Championship title uh, carries a lot of weight to about 20 people <laughs> carries a lot of weight if it's a heavyweight <laughs> in our community it's a big deal 
<laughs> it's actually been a featherweight for a while with bugs. That's holding true. It. Yeah. Yeah. Needs to go back to a heavyweight. Anyway, so we have that coming up. But before we get to all that, of course, we want to shout out our sponsors. Uh, I have uh, two unofficial sponsors we're going to add to the roster, uh, but we'll hit the officials first. I think first. they all started as unofficials. Yeah, and they we all kind of just forced them into officialism. <laughs> That's how it works. Officialism? Is that a word? You start, you, <laughs> if you start talking about them long enough, then it, all it takes is one person to mention it. <laughs> so right. for any of our sponsors, if you find them or call them or talk to them, all it takes, all we need you to do is just say, Hey, I heard about you on the Ride the Rebellion podcast, and we're in like Flint. That's right. And they like it. They love it. It's good marketing. That's right. So our first one, of course, is Dirt Coaster Academy. If you guys have not, um, we talk about it a lot. Of course, we talk about it on every show. It's a legitimate thing. If you have a chance, go check out Dirt Coaster Academy. Now, they were up recently at Ride Beham, which I heard was crucial because a lot of the stuff they taught up there benefited the riders twofold. So I hear that Ride Beeham's pretty big. That's a new downhill park here in the state of Alabama. Um, it's our first dedicated downhill park, as far as I know. And so next to the Rev, of course, we were first. Um, we were first. That's true. Uh, but anyway, there's they got much bigger features than we do. We're, they got a bigger budget than we they, do. <laughs> yes. Their, their sand elimination budget is eight times ours. <laughs> anyway, so people are up there riding it. And I do think, uh, talking to like Kevin Black, shout out. We'll get to his unofficial sponsorship in a second. But even Kevin was saying like a lot of the stuff up there. I mean, you got to know how to ride. Mm -hmm. So before you go get Cindy, you might want to get Bendy. And get, I don't know what that means. That was close. You're going. I was trying you to work one up on the fly like I was Eminem. You should have gone with it. Did you watch his Hall of Fame rap? No. A while back. I'll Google it. Dude, it's crazy. Anyway, the truth of it is, is that... Um, you're going to need that skill set to help you ride yeah. better. Um, it's not just about shredding better. I know that's part of the logo, but let's be real. Like, mm -hmm. let's drop it down to the, to, to the truth. Uh, it will benefit your riding. Doesn't matter what style it is. You may not want to do jumps, but it's going to help you in case you have to do jumps. Right. There's times that you might go down something blind, which is, of course, the best way to ride, in our opinion, <laughs> and you better be ready for it. It's the most dangerous way to ride. Also, ask bug. Yeah, ask insert bug. bugs photo. That's right. Even if the even if the class doesn't teach you a, over a Overabundance of skills, it'll teach you confidence. Oh, 100%. And confidence is. Dude, the drop thing alone, I talk about it all the time. That's that right. drop thing still, it's still, I can pull back to it anytime I need it That's and right. it gives me confidence. It is what it is. Also, we heard on the street, get well, Toby. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know if we were going to put that out. But we're just going to keep it like that. Just say, get well, Toby. Just mysteries abound. Um, okay, so there's our first sponsor. Our second sponsor, you want to, uh, is Aaron going to call us? Because it's kind of. <laughs> How, he might call it's us. It's a Tuesday, though. It's pretty early. He's up, though. No, he gets. he's early, gang. I get a Snapchat from him every morning at yeah. 4 a.m. or earlier. Good God. And it just says, early, gang, we up. Jeez. Okay, well, early, gang, wake up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and get your asses over to run and try. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, again, we talk about them all the time. Uh, supplements from there. I still, what is that stuff called? Not two cows. What you can. It? You can. That stuff is incredible. Mm -hmm. Still the best boost I would argue that in many cases, uh, as someone who now owns an e-bike, I don't use it in full boost ever, but as someone who owns an e-bike, I felt like the UCAN was a little bit like a, a human e-bike thing. Like, it really did give me a boost of energy, starchy. like legitimately. It's starchy. You're right. You're right. So if you have a chance, head over to Run and Try. Uh, God only knows if you walk in there, Aaron may give you something. If you just drop our podcast name, who knows at this point? Like, it's, it's literally <laughs> like roll. It's like a, it, he should just get a big spinning wheel. We should build him one. And just throw it in there with just something random on. That would be. Uh, we should like you walk in and you get to just spin the wheel if you right. mention the podcast, right? And then it's too full because people are like, "Hey, what's that big spinny wheel?" Over That's there? what I'm saying. Oh, you have to listen to the podcast tonight, right? Right. 
And then somebody comes in, somebody has a legit customer in there buying shoes. Somebody comes in dressed like a burrito and he has to try to explain that to a legit customer. If that would happen, the hype on that though, you, you literally would have, you would get people getting hyped about it. Yeah. He, he actually asked me the other day, he's like, where'd the burrito thing come from? I was like, well, I chose cigarettes and beer over food in college and Chipotle put out a thing saying I could get free Chipotle if I dress up like a burrito. So here we are. Okay. Dale was hungry in the moment. <laughs> hungry, drunk. Did you dress up like a burrito? Yes, I did. Aluminum foil, wrap myself. Free burritos for a week. The lady at Chipotle was like, are you serious? You actually took us up on that offer? <laughs> like, Casey, I need a picture of this. Does it exist? No, it doesn't exist. <laughs> we didn't have camera phones back then, fool. <laughs> oh, we God. did, but I think they were so low resolution. You're like, <laughs> you see that silver blob, <laughs> that little pixelated square? Hold me, holding the other silver blob. Hold the other silver blob. <laughs> anyway, if you have a chance, go to Run and Try and drop our name and see what you can do. Uh, speaking of silver blobs, <laughs> yeah, it was that perfect. Means. Um, all right, so of course, uh, I left it in the other room and I wish I had it now. I had a nice, beautiful cup of coffee made. Um, Lucky Shot Coffee. Lucky Shot Coffee is the coffee that we drink constantly, not just because they're a sponsor of the show, our first sponsor and our, our favorite, one of our favorite sponsors, but they, I drink it because it is low acid. The way that she produces the coffee makes a difference. As somebody who suffers from GERD, plus 40 sucks, um, I don't like having to deal with heartburn from drinking coffee, and hers does not do that. Plus, it gives a good jolt. It's good coffee, and it's local, and, uh, and uh, of course, we like Mackie, but we, we like Shannon as well. So if you have a chance, if you haven't tried it, you can pick it up at Satori, uh, which is local to Mobile. But if you would like to try Lucky Shot Coffee, you can go to LuckyShotCoffee.com. She, I saw her last week and I was like, have you heard the new tagline we created for you? <laughs> she was like, well, it, we already have a tagline. And she was like, it's aim high. I was like, and shoot your shot. <laughs> aim high and shoot your shot. Lucky I shot. don't even know if it's aim high. It was something aim straight, aim high. I you know. wrote it. I, I didn't write it. She, she produced it and I... no. Put it into you graphic, graphicized it. it. There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have a chance, head over there. So unofficial sponsors, we have two. The first of which, uh, Dale, would you like to just tell us about your great tattoo and your experience with <laughs> yeah. Man of War? So Man of War Tattoo in Fairhope, Alabama um, is owned by the great and powerful Kevin Black. He's like a wizard. He is a wizard. Yeah. He's a wizard He's on a the bike. wizard. He's a wizard on the bike. He's a wizard off the bike. He's a wizard artist. Um, my wife and I both went over. Um, that was my 40th birthday present, a tattoo to myself. Well, wait, Casey got it for me because I don't have money. <laughs> but um, So he whipped up exactly what we wanted right in the shop that day. Artist uh, Casey got a super um, not cliched butterfly tattoo on her forearm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a beautiful butterfly. It's awesome. No, it's um, good. He did an amazing job with it. But if you're in the market for a tattoo, um, it's not a walk-in place. It's not a fly-by-night place. It's right. a legit tattoo shop with legit artists. So He does a lot of – we were talking the other day at the fire. Uh, we were sitting at the Reb with the fire, and Kevin was there. And, and he does a lot of sleeve stuff. I mean, the, the, mm -hmm. his work is, like, extremely sought out, and, and it's good. You know, I don't think he likes us talking too too much about him. He's pretty he's humble. Like, he's pretty humble, dude. Mm -hmm. uh, he does like it when we talk trash about his writing skills because <clears throat> he's somebody that should have been. Uh, here's how I should have segued it. Yeah. Talk about somebody. Talk about somebody who needs Dirt Coaster Academy. Oh, God. <laughs> Hear the trash talk. Oh, God, That's going to be Kevin Black because he keeps losing to Toby. All I'm just kidding, buddy. It just that dagger goes in deeper. Woo! 
Um, well, this is my in. last podcast, which I'm alive for, as Kevin <laughs> has buried He's me. He's like, Drew, I, I, I have a pro bono tattoo for you. Just come on over. <laughs> yeah. We'll add you to the pile of bones in the backyard. Yep. Mine, he would literally be the one that gives me the no regrets on no purpose. Regrets. <laughs> He's like, I'm not the one that has to live with it, a-hole. <laughs> or, or he'll do it backwards and be like, look, this one's only good for the mirror. Super good <laughs> oh in the mirror. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, no, Kevin's stuff is fantastic and he, and he's a fun guy, especially if you are a, a listener to the podcast, you know, you can go in there and talk at least to him. Like you have something in common right away with mountain biking. Like you, yeah, and mountain music, biking. the dude listens to, he has a great taste in music as well. I mean, he's just a good, the thing is though, like, I think I've seen it with you when I've gone to work with you, like you guys are HMFICs whenever you're at, on, on your job, you know, like right. there's a different side of us, like from mountain bikers to professionalism. Right. right. So like we are jackasses, we are idiots i'm not i'm not a head motherfucker in charge of anything so you when i see you guys in your professional element it's different like kevin yeah. is a beast when we were there it was nothing but business you know He's we, same way it's like race mode for him though. yeah he yeah, can yeah. Just turn it on. we talked we talked like casually as friends but like it's a business you know like yeah. it, he's a professional yeah so. So it's worth a shot if you, if you want to go over to it. Um, the other sponsor I'm going to throw out there is is just my favorite little place. Uh, I'm, I drug the, the guys there post-riding to this place called Jefe Paletas. I'm making him an unofficial sponsor just because I like the guy so much that owns it. He's just a good dude. But I happen to just really love this drink in there that's non-alcoholic until I make it alcoholic. But they have, they have a drink in there that's a post. To me, it's the perfect post-ride drink. It's called a Russo. It's got two scoops of homemade lime sherbet, and then it's got like this hot sauce in it, which sounds crazy, but it's good. Uh, called chamoy, uh, not Shem- yeah, chamoy. And then it has uh, fruit covered in tagine, mostly mangoes. It's got some cucumbers in it, which is weird. And then they add tagine to it. Tagine's like this sweet, salty, tangy stuff. So you're getting salt, you're getting like sugar, you're getting everything like that. But then the secret is if you pour in either tequila, which is amazing, <laughs> or you add some uh, grapefruit uh, high noons, that is game-changingly one of the best post-ride drinks you'll ever have. I prefer it to a beer at this point because it's so good. Um, but anyway, all that guy that guy's stuff, makes he makes everything in-house. Everything's good. I, I bet during the summer when it's actually not so cold, those popsicles and stuff will be epic. But I like the guy, and I like what he does, and I like what they stand for. They're a very independent business. And then on Friday nights, they have a taco truck. They also have Taco Tuesdays, two different trucks, two different types of tacos. Uh, if you have a chance, just check them out. Uh, like I said, we like to throw unofficial sponsors for things that we enjoy, and you know they're one of those those things. Hey, and maybe somebody will make us an unofficial sponsor. That'd be amazing. I don't know how that would work, but let's do it. I don't know what we'd sponsor. I mean, we've unofficially sponsored our own truck. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And in that, yeah, we might as well just go. You want to talk about it? <laughs> or or you can. Or you can. <laughs> I mean, I drink. You can. You can though. <laughs> So we uh, we've taken on this task of bridging the gap between the bike shops and the trailhead. Right. So we've noticed that there's a need um, at the trailhead that is not being met. Um, people, we don't we don't want to deter people from going to bike shops because we go to bike shops. Like we need them. We're not maintenance guys, but we're at the trailhead and we see a need for a master link or a tube or a U can or you know a goo or something um a water bottle that you forgot at home or maybe a, you want to rent a helmet or you need a helmet at the trailhead or or whatever um we're going to bridge that gap and to do that we purchased a trailer that will go with us wherever we ride yeah and so we've uh we've deployed it a couple times where we're working on all the lo- business logistics which have been a little bit trickier than than I wanted them to be um but we're working on those so 
we will be at trailheads wherever we go. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the great part is we throw our bikes in it. We ride up there. It, it makes it easy to carry stuff in and out from That's other right. trailheads. But we can set up shop right then and there um, and make it real easy. And again, the point is not to replace bike shops. No. If anything, we are an extension of those bike shops because we know where all the products are in those bike shops most of the time anyway. So if somebody is looking for something, at least we can direct traffic. So it's pretty exciting for us. I mean, we've been working on it for, good gosh, uh, <laughs> it seems like a, a long time uh, back and forth talking about it. But um, for it to finally start to take fruition is a big deal. And so if you see it, give us a shout out. we got stickers. We have shirts. They all help uh, yeah, fund it. It's limited stuff. Of course, it's called the Reb. It's yeah. called the Reb Rider Supply Company. And um, we would appreciate any of your business as well. And we'll have tons of different shirt designs and stickers. And like you mentioned, um, that's probably going to be what we have the most fun with. Yeah, of course. Like, um, It'd be awesome to someday have our own water bottles and gloves, but pipe dreams. You got to buy more shirts from us to get that stuff. Yeah, we'd love to, to push those out and get them there. We just got to crank it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's that. So we'll jump into our main topic. Uh, Dale, you've shot a lot of video and stuff. As you say, you shoot a lot for the gram. That's right. Um, have you felt like that you're, not, not just with me, but have you felt like as you filmed, have you found that there were things that you increased at that you've gotten better at over time? Or do you feel like um, everything's still just kind of the same? Like, what is your status there? So I think I've... I feel like I've gotten better. Maybe I haven't. But at the beginning, it was everything was filmed vertically. Right. Um, And then it was like, wait, that doesn't fit when you try to edit videos, when you film with a GoPro back and forth. So then I turned everything to landscape. And then now we're back to vertical because of the story stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was like that was a learning curve for me because I didn't like the videos, you know, one being landscape, one being portrait. Wait, uh, what is the difference? I don't know. That's, no, that's fine. It's it, it's vertical or horizontal. Yeah, vertical, horizontal. Potato, so potato. I think that and then uh, learning the angles. Like That's that's one the of the angles. things I was going to get into is... Like an Instagram model. That's it. I mean, <laughs> the, the truth is, like, if you want to look thinner, you hold your camera up and you look up at it, mm-hmm. right? If you look up like this, it gets rid of this, any kind of double chinage you have and right. shadow play. It helps get rid of it. If you look down, it's going to compress your chin. Very simple. Mm-hmm. But that's a simple camera angle people to think about. It's the same thing with riding, except it's a little bit reversed. A lot of times, if you want to make something look bigger, you go lower, Right, the lower the camera angle, Ooh. the bigger something is. For you single fellows out there, that's exactly up. right. Yeah, well, we just gave <laughs> unsolicited, dick tips. unsolicited. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, we've done it. But if you if you do that, then it, it will help. Like your shots <laughs> seem much more. Yeah, it's just terrible now. It'll it will help your shots seem more epic. That's right. um, there's a funny thing about filmmaking, and it's one of the things I wanted to point out. Uh, and we'll get the potato potato thing in a second. So if you have a wide angle lens and someone's riding towards your wide lens, right? Mm-hmm. Like on your phone, you have a 0.6. I'm going to use phone as metric because I think that's what most people film with. Um, but we'll get to the camera side. But if you're looking at that, that wide angle, the close, the, as an object comes towards you, it's going to feel like they're very, very, very far away. But what's really odd is if that same thing was driving across, like let's say it was across a plane mm-hmm. and you're filming it wide, it's very slow, very slow, very slow until the car is the, cam- the car and the camera are close together. And when you have a wide angle lens that's close to something and you move with it, it actually feels very, very fast right? Mm -hmm. Because you can still see the vehicle. If you take a telephoto lens and you try and film it 
to the flat plane, like it's going to cut through the frame like this, mm -hmm. and you do it with a telephoto lens, you can't keep it fast enough because it's so close, you can't tell what the object is, so your brain just goes, oh, it, it just is smushy background. That's what it is. That's the rule right. of this idea. So when you, when you have something and you want to make something feel faster, let it ride through the frame, meaning it bisects the frame from left to right. So let's see, it's reversed over here. So yeah, so if it's going through this way, right, you have the camera here, and you have a, I'm trying to do it on the lens, you have a wide angle and it drives by, use a wide lens right here and get close, as close to that as you're comfortable being, it'll feel really fast because you can see the person and your brain can interpret what that means. Mm -hmm. But if you have somebody you want it to feel fast coming towards you, you use a long lens, you use a telephoto lens. So that's where you'd go to point, or point from 0.6 point to your, yeah. your two or three times zoom yeah. and it'll feel much faster. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. That's just basic camera stuff. If you do that, and then you start adding in other things. So if you do that, it's going to make things feel quicker or mm -hmm. slower, even in your slow-mo elements, right? Right. It's going to make that work. But if you're trying to show height, which is the challenge in mountain biking. Which is what everyone wants. Exactly. Right? So if you want to show rider height, then typically you want to go low angle. Mm -hmm. So now they're jumping up high and it feels, and if you follow them, Again, the same rule applies. If you have a telephoto lens, it's going to be a close-up. Your brain won't know it. Yeah. If you can show most of their body, your brain goes, man, they're way up in the sky. Because right. your, your brain interprets those points. But if you're trying to show slope, that's where the big challenge comes in. <laughs> yeah, the 2D, 3D it doesn't translate. It. That's what everyone says. Yeah. You have to shoot it from the side. Because yeah, you need to be able to that. see that slope angle. You know, If you think about it, uh, the camera, if you're shooting it flat like this, you can't really see the slope. Right. right? So right now, I'm not showing you the slope. It's cool if you're coming off, woo, you can see that you're in the air for a while. Uh -huh. But this way, I can now show you the slope of where you're going from it. Does yeah, and we learned that at our photo playground that we've built. Correct. Um, we learned that on the big drop. Like, right. make it level with the jump, the camera level with the jump so that it, or there the drop, go. so that you can see the fall. And that's one of the biggest tricks is, right? Oh, and you, it took us a while. Like, we had to yeah. cut trees out. Like That's it. We had to cut and make a place to make the videos of it. So, and that's my next big thing yeah. is 90% of the video content that we see on the regular, almost all of that stuff, it is done where people have spent hours. You've gripped now. You've worked yeah, on sets. Right. It is hours upon hours to get that shot set up. It is not done. It's not mm -hmm. a one and done. Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the biggest tips that I would always throw to people is if you're really going out to highlight a feature uh, and you have to tell the riders, mm -hmm. like somebody needs to be the filmer and somebody needs to be the rider. And if you're going to, if you're going to do it right, you're going to be riding it five, six, seven, eight times because yeah. you need so many little parts to help tell that story. Because yeah. we're limiting, there's a famous essay that says from Susan Sontag, and this is me being a film nerd, mm -hmm. but she says to take a photograph is to limit someone's view. Mm -hmm. It's because you you can't you can't smell it, you can't feel it, you can't hear the hubs, you right. can't hear the sounds, the hoops and hollers. So what we have to try and do is use as many camera angles as we can to help recreate that environment, mm -hmm. this magical moment. So you have to be able to replicate it as much as humanly possible. And that's exactly what I was going to say is like, if you travel somewhere... It's, it's almost become annoying and obsessive how people like video concerts and video right. everything. First of all, you're never going to rewatch the concert. Put your phone down. Yep. Like, enjoy Living the, the time. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if you're traveling somewhere to mountain bike, don't you don't have to video it. Like, we know you're there. Right. Your Strava says it. Right. Like, so just if you want to video, like, I went to Coldwater. I didn't video it all on Saturday. I took minimal pictures when we stopped just to say, hey, this is where we're at. But you can't replicate the feeling. So I know that you want the clout chase of like, hey, I was here, but just enjoy it. Like, right. forget about it. Like, to do stuff what we're doing with cameras and film, 
we have an actual place where we've set up that we go and we can ride it over and over again. Right. And get good stuff. Yeah, and if you go look at any of the pro, again, go back to any of those pro videos. Not those are not made off of first passes. Not at all. You know, a lot of times you hear about rider injury, and it's when they're on the twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth take that that rider has. You know, they've hit it once or twice, but it wasn't quite perfect, or they mm-hmm. needed some alt angles. And then, oh, my dog's going crazy. He just walked by. There goes that man again. There goes Sasquatch man, walking right on by. But if we don't, if you if you don't think about that stuff, you have to reshoot pieces over. If you want that epic vibe, you have to do that. Which every time, if it's a stunt, it, meaning if you're doing something that's a little bit scary, every time you do it, the risk actually goes up that's exponentially right. each time. So you land it the first time, the second time, okay, risk it went up a percentile. But as you get into that fifth or sixth take. You're, you're raising that risk every time. So you have to be conscious of what it is and use the camera to help cut that corner where yes. you can. And I'm far from professional in any uh, regard, biking or camera stuff. But when you are filming like just Saturday, I told Justin when we were uh, doing the stuff where the guys were cheering and stuff, I was like, man, I'm kind of scared. He's like, dude, you jump this all the time. I'm like, okay. yeah, but it's just different. You know, right. like you've got to do it to a certain level and like – I don't know. I mean, I don't really get scared. I wasn't scared, but I was just like, there's a little adrenaline, I guess. Right. And so I know that like we do things for content, right? Because we are trying to be <laughs> a content producers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so some of you are just out there and you just want to make a video for your buddies to see that, hey, you mountain bike and this is, you want it to look as gnarly as possible, right? Like what I've learned from you, and maybe you were going to touch on this. Hey, Bertie, what's up? Um, but is like get some really awesome like detail shots of like That's, the dirt flying up. Yep. Yeah. So like get that where you can f- almost that gives you the feeling of what it was like being there. Almost, right. You know, like the sounds of you know, and don't overplay with music. Like I've learned that too. Like sometimes the sound of it is better than no, no. It can be it can be a major deal if you go through the sound process. She's about to bark because Morgan's stepping in. But if you go through the sound process and you and you look at it, uh, and I'll give a link. I'll post a link in the show notes. We have a we have an account with a company called Artlist, and what Artlist lets you do is literally go through and use um, tons of. In fact, the theme song of this very show, that song, who people asked me about that song before, mm-hmm. came from Artlist. Well, you pay X amount of dollars. If you're going to produce content every year, you pay X amount of dollars and you have those song rights forever. And there's good yep. stuff. There's cinematic music, there's rap. So that's an important part. But to your point, let me jump back in on that. When you're filming these shots, this mm-hmm. this big epic thing, those details are also the way to sneak through and save you from having to, to risk yourself multiple times. And it's something to be mindful of is to say, okay, well, I'm going to get these extra shots mm-hmm. so that maybe I could cut and only use two takes of this kind of sketchy risky stunt yeah. but i'm gonna get all these cool detail shots to help cut through that and tell the story right the other part of that is when you get into editing a good bit and you film enough content don't forget that anything can be used so justin uh one of our local writers did a great little edit where he was using uh dale telling this whole story and he chopped it up very well so each he was like you'd go through switchy trees and then he would show the switchy trees but that was on three different trails he used yep it was awesome. But it doesn't matter because you're just telling that story, right? Yeah, yeah you're, they're not there, right? right? You're trying to give them I'd, what it feels like to be there. That's right. Right? And That's totally it. If you can do that through... Uh, whatever story you're trying to tell, tell right. the story. That's right. You know, and that's the whole process that that was so well done with what Justin did and what you can do as well. And mm-hmm. you know, the GoPro app helps. There's all those yeah. things. 
don't be afraid to copy what other people have done. Well, because it'll still be yours. Yeah, right. You can't. You're not going to be able to replicate it. You don't have the same quality cameras and different editing abilities. Right. But they've already done it. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Right. You know, like, there's some stuff like you know, you get a sky cable cam and yeah, all these yeah, things yeah, that yeah. they're doing. Trust me, it's that that's a little bit different. Yeah, that gets beast crazy. altogether. Um, one of the things that we'll say about the sound design, some there's some guys that spend a lot of time on sound design, and it definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Um, that's maybe arguably harder than filming, uh, only because uh, mountain bike sound design, <laughs> mountain bike sound design is so tricky to deal with and and facilitate. Mm-hmm. So I don't get obsessive over that stuff. I just let it be what it needs to be and just kind of punch forward with it and just make it work. But right. the music side of things. Go for it. Just keep in mind, if you start using licensed music, meaning mm-hmm. music that somebody else has written, and you don't have a permission to use it, you're going to get flagged. Your video may get taken down. Uh, Facebook may flag you. It gets really complex on that side of things. But you've had great success, though, with reels and yeah. using found music with reels. Can the you reels, talk about that side of The things? reels are crazy, and it's, <laughs> it's really weird. And I think you and I have played back and forth trying to figure out the algorithms of them, but it's impossible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I put up a couple reels on YouTube this week on the, the uh, Reb YouTube channel and they got 2.5 thousand views. Right. But we don't know how that generates, right? So we've tried it without hashtags. Yep. We've tried it without a, without a comments at all. Right. Um, we've tried it with music. We've tried it without music. Right. And they all are the same. Right. <laughs> so trying to, I think that what the most important thing is, if you're trying to grow your brand, be consistent. Yep. Um, I've noticed that if we've if we don't post a video for a while, that video doesn't get a bunch of hits. But yep. if we post one immediately after, the second one gets a ton. That's accurate. So consistency is key. And the other side of that, even in the consistency game, mm-hmm. is that if you know that you're posting something for your reels, mm-hmm. then don't shoot it horizontal, shoot it vertical. <laughs> vertical. Like you gotta shoot for the medium you're delivering in. So, or hey, here's another little yeah. trick. If you do shoot it horizontal put the camera back far so you yeah. can scale it. Yeah, and that and that's a quality game. Like you just have to eat the fact that it's probably going to be a little bit blurrier. Yes. Right? You're going to eat it a little mm-hmm. bit. The GoPro's pretty good though. The, the GoPro's pretty solid. It's a 4K. Yeah, yeah you've got an 11, a 10, 10. 10, yeah. Um, but the GoPro's do pretty well, but like that that's the truth of it. You mm-hmm. can crop them in. There's nothing wrong with right. it. But at the end of the day, if you shoot for, I mean, there's nothing to say you can't turn a GoPro this way and film it. It's just mm-hmm. going to be a lot of headspace, right? right? And so you just got to be mindful of what you're filming before you do it and what your output is at the end. Oh, thank you. I made it and forgot it. <laughs> you got to be mindful of the output um, that you're putting out there one way or the other. And so if it's going to be horizontal video and you know it's going to YouTube, like a majority of our prime, our premiere content goes to YouTube. That's right. Then we shoot it horizontal because that's the way I like to film. Mm-hmm. But if it's going to go to Reels... I mean, we even do that as a guy who owns an agency. We film content specifically for reels. In fact, I bid on a job that originally was like $25,000. I just heard from the client. They, they didn't go with my pitch, which is fine. It's the game. But now I just heard that the budget is up to $100,000 for a 15-second TikTok. Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. $100,000 for a 15-second TikTok. And it's not complex. It's very simple. It's just that's that's how much but money. But you got to be creative, right? Right. Like the creative. They're is taking what you're that very for. seriously. Is what that means right. is they're taking horizontal video and vertical uh, vertical video rather as serious as horizontal. So you've just got to think about it in the sense of it's a different product to a different really audience is. to a different market. Right? I feel like you can do most things the vertical stuff with your phone. It's a it's they want to capture. They want it to be real, right? Mm-hmm. So they want it to be 
what you're doing in the moment and it makes it more real to the people. Yep. And also like if you're trying to be more real to the people, be vulnerable. Show yep. your mistakes. Yep. Like the videos that are imperfection is perfect. Perfection, yep. I guess. So like sometimes when the camera's shaky or you fall or you slip a pedal or there's a goofy thing, throw it in there. Yep. Like make it real. Like if I'm watching a video and it seems over edited, it's like Man. The only time I like the really overrated ones is when it's a bike release video. Okay, yeah. Like I love yeah, like yeah, well, yeah, Evil yeah. makes that really crazy video or you Ghost makes a new they're one. They're trying to sell a product, right? They're trying to sell and they're mm. they're big product videos. I love those. I like yeah. big product videos. Yeah, those are sweet. Um but that is a, a special demographic that gets into that kind of stuff. Uh, that's mostly bike fans, and I'm probably mm. not ever gonna buy either one of those bikes, but I still like those videos yeah. a good bit. Well plus you're a content creator for Marketing. Right, for big brands. So, so you want to try to maybe, hey, a little more smoke machine? Okay. Yeah, right. Cool, That's I'm it. in. That's totally it. <laughs> so the big takeaways that we're trying to at least get across are, one, shoot for the medium. So if you're filming for YouTube, then, you know, it's not reels on YouTube, but literally long-form YouTube or whatever. Then mm -hmm. think about horizontal. Uh, you can crop in, is what we call it, to make it vertical. But if you're filming for Instagram and the reels mm -hmm. or Facebook or whatever, TikTok, make sure you're filming in the right format. That's the format that's right. they want. Nobody yeah. wants that other stuff. You're making a nightmare. So that's one part of it too is know your camera angles. You know, mm -hmm. if you're trying to show um, height, it looks pretty good forward. It, it gives you a nice sense of drama, but mm -hmm. it doesn't give you the depth. It flattens hills. So if you want to show a hill, shoot from the side. But the key that Dale brought up is that you want to shoot to the feature angle. So if there's a jump and there's a ramp, trying to get it like this if there's a ramp you want your camera level with the ramp despite what the terrain does because that's, right. that's going to show you how steep the terrain is it doesn't go the other way around and it'll help you tenfold to do that uh know your lenses so on your phone if you have that 0.6 that's that wide angle if you get that wide angle close and someone whips by it's going to feel way faster because your brain can process it then if you use a telephoto or zoomed in piece and they whip by you'll lose them your brain can't process what that is as much mm -hmm. if someone's coming towards you use a, a telephoto lens because you'll get a better shot but there's one piece we haven't talked about and it took us both forever to figure it out and it's the easiest hack in the world i would strongly suggest and now that you ride one as well we've both had the cheap gopro chest mount mm -hmm. and we've both found that the cheap gopro chest mount just doesn't cut it it does not cut it right it's too wide it bounces too much yep you and I don't think you can get the right camera angle personally. No, and the other hack is what if you do you the chest is the best. Yep. Don't try to do the handlebars. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't show depth. It doesn't show what you're doing with your hands. Right. Um and mess with the angle and get it just right. Like you have to flip your camera upside down, first yep. of all. And when you do, when you find that angle, get a marker and mark the mount and mark the camera so that you can line it up every time. You don't have to mess I with it. I suggest using two different colors. So what I found that works the best, I mean, you yeah. can do it with one that lines it up, but what really works the best is if you have like a blue mark on your camera or something, just get a paint pen. A paint pen, And yeah, just yeah. get a little paint pen and put a line on it. And then you just constantly, it's on the mount and it's on that. It doesn't damage your GoPro. Right. And you literally can snap back to it almost every single yep. time. Uh, and it's quick and easy to do. Whatever you got to do to make it work. But yeah. once you set it and it's dialed in, then leave it. As far uh -huh. as GoPro camera settings go, there's all these people that talk about that stuff, but I'll be honest with you, I can talk to, I could bring on a colorist. That's mm -hmm. the person who makes stuff look better <laughs> once it's done. And he'll tell you all the time, if you want to go to ProTune, go for it. But as soon as you go into ProTune, you got to colorize it and it's a pain in the butt. Standard 2K 60 with hyper smooth on the, on the uh, GoPro 10s and above. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Yeah. You don't it have looks to do great. a lot. It looks super solid. And if you are using a GoPro... Which we all do. Right. I mean, don't film forever. Right. Like you don't need a five minute long video. Right. You're not gonna watch it. Right. Film okay, we know a rock feature's coming up, boom, hit it. Yep. 
turn it off. But then that goes back to the same idea we were talking about earlier, almost sessioning stuff. Yeah. Um, for filming, right? Yeah, for filming, yeah. yeah. But if you're going, if you're traveling somewhere, this is a great way to get views too. I, and I use it as a trick. If you film a whole trail and yeah. then at, upload that whole trail yep. as, hey, uh, the trail name, wherever it is, because people, when they're traveling, they want to see the, what it video. I do it. You yep. do it. Yep. Um, you want to see what that trail looks like before you get there. So 100%. And you're then, then stop it. and get those cool moments. That's like, right. It's along the way. And it's okay. I did... Uh, did I do it with I did it with Bomb Dog I think one of them I did an uncut thirty mm-hmm. minute run yeah. of this super long trail and we were stopping because I'd never ridden it so there's that and so the next time I do it I, if I did another uncut version I don't have to stop as much unless right. something happened and so I do it again well and that's why I didn't even video Bomb Dog because I was like there's a million videos of it right. I just want to ride it yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's totally least, it least amount of things that go wrong can but I do agree with Dale 100 percent the coolest thing you can do if you're gonna do that and you want to do it. Get your GoPro, film just one ride of a trail. Just yeah. focus on one trail. One trail. Don't try and get the whole trail system because mm-hmm. you'll never do it you and you'll never. never be able to finish the work. Just get one trail and zero in on that one trail. And even if you've ridden it all once and you're like, cool, let's do one more lap, then just now you know which trail you're going to get uh-huh. and just get that one. Yeah. Because um, it just does make for better content that way. Absolutely. And it makes it so, so like easy to edit because <laughs> yeah. you don't. You're like, oh, it's the whole trail. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Uh, you pay for the GoPro app, is yeah. that right? And it's worth it. Yeah, if that's you what I hear. if you plan on doing anything, like obviously you're a professional, you have other systems, but right. like for us amateurs, it's so easy. It I used to use the iMovie app, uh, um, but it's clunkier. Oh yeah. Um, the GoPro app. And you're is, doing this on your phone. Hey, I do everything yeah, on my phone. Right. So the the GoPro app is a lot easier to add slow mo and pictures and stuff like in the middle of it, and you it's easy to adjust it. And GoPro has a ton of original. They have a ton of original sounds, so you don't have to um, yeah, copyright stuff. Yeah, which is pretty cool. But again, I think it's more important about how you do it. Like, if you're doing this to show your friends, cool. You don't have to worry about this. But if you're doing it to get views or get followers or to do anything like that, and I mean, we're not perfect perfect about it, but you do how to's or enter the, the name of the bike that you're yep. riding or, yep. or put the, the trail is, name. Yeah. yeah the the, tags are huge. Yeah. It's, it's a big deal trying to get, get those. I mean, cause you could put a video up that you think is epic and it gets five views because yeah, only your all friends time. are It's going to happen to you. It, oh, it's you're going to make something happen. that you put a ton of work into and uh-huh. then people are going to watch it and be like, Meh. and it's like, but cause they, you, where you, where you've, you may have created something amazing mm-hmm. where maybe you failed is that you weren't able to capture the spirit. So sometimes the story gets in the way you telling the story gets in the way of the story. Right. And what I mean is like it took, you had to climb this mountain, you got up there, you had to set the cameras do all, mm-hmm. just to get this one shot. And then it's just a meh to most people right. because they don't have the experience. So really the better story was, the behind the scenes story of how you made that story. Yeah, that's what I was. It took us all this to make this one shot right. is worth way more value. Exactly. And trust me, that's learned from a huge client, a Panasonic job we did. We did this huge short film for Panasonic when reality, I should have just filmed the whole thing behind the scenes of us making the short and it would have gone <laughs> a lot further. It would have done what people wanted. They right. wanted to see the camera. People want to see that stuff. They don't necessarily, they get the finished product shot so much. They want to see the truth. You brought it up earlier. Right. That's one thing to consider is if you are doing that and you've hit that wall, but you can also just post good riding footage and yeah. people are happy, but the difference maker is that. I think that I'll use my sweet uh, camera ability terminology. I'm going to get my camera thesaurus. Yeah. Uh, but you should get B-roll. 
Yep. Like add B-roll to your videos. Detail shots. Yes. If you jump on, if you got a GoPro video of you riding with your chesty on and you're going down, but it's only that. Like, I want to see how you got on the bike. I want to see how you got there. I kind of want to see who you're riding with. Right. You know, like, I don't want, don't care to see, but I want to know, like, that's exactly what you're saying is make it a story. Make it, make it real. Yeah. So, uh, regarding the GoPro thing, a lesson learned, if it's just you by yourself, which it was for me up in Chattanooga Mm -hmm. on a couple of trails, then that's all you got. But one thing that you did really well, and I'll give you compliments if you guys haven't seen it on the channel, I think it's up on YouTube. Yeah. It's on Sweet Potato. YouTube it's on channel. Channel. Yeah. But if, if you go look at it is, um, even if you're the better rider, if you're the only one with the, the GoPro, put somebody in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like literally. Even yeah, if Kevin, you're not that's why you rode in front of me. Cause I'm better. <laughs> I don't, Kevin, again, <laughs> please don't murder me twice. <laughs> twice in one podcast murdered by Kevin. <laughs> um, but, but do put somebody in front of you because then you have context. And that's then right. I think as riders, the more we ride, we, after a while, we like to see what other riders are doing. Mm-hmm. I'll watch somebody's body position on stuff, not to judge them, but to be like, oh man, he took that really well. Or she took that really great. Yeah. Or they did that really well. I'm after that sort of perspective. And so it helps me understand, um, riding. And I, I didn't at the beginning, but now mm-hmm. that I watch, I hate writing videos where I don't have that context. So I like BKXC a lot, but I like it when he's writing with other people more than when he's just solo. Right. Like it's fun to see his stuff, but it doesn't give me context of the challenge as yeah. much. No, I get it. I I try to do that more. Yeah. Um, I try to follow anytime I have a GoPro on, I don't like to be in front. Yeah. So what's the point? Yeah, like, I've noticed. Cool I mean, it doesn't bars. make any sense. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> right. We try to do them reversed. It's really hard to do. That's something yeah. they're still working on is the old reverse GoPro, the chase cam, because it would be sweet if you could get it to work. But think how close the person has to get. Yeah, you have to be pretty close. It's a little dangerous. Uh, one other thing I was going to mention is, uh, Dale mentioned you know the GoPro app. We talked about that. You can edit on your phone if that's what you're doing. But what some people don't realize, and I highly suggest this, is that if you do have a laptop, you can go download a software that I use, professional software. There's two versions of it. There's a paid and unpaid. The unpaid version will give you up to 4K H- UHD. Correct me if I'm wrong, they're whirly. But it will give you up to that. It's called DaVinci Resolve. And it has literally every tool in it you need to edit. It has an edit suite. It has a simple edit suite, which is more like iMovie. It has an actual editor in it, like what I'm used to using. It has color tools, so you can colorize your footage. It even has a sound suite where you can actually professionally mix it. And you can deliver the files correctly. It has presets for YouTube and all this stuff. It's all built in. It's totally free. It's 100% free. I downloaded it. Yeah. My patience got in the way. That's the problem. (laughs) You're going to have to commit to learning it, right? right? So you just need to get a bunch of footage and play with it. Mm -hmm. But DaVinci Resolve is right there for you. Uh, We'll put their art list link because I do have an affiliate link. I'll be honest about it. We do have an affiliate link. Um, I don't make any money off of it. I just got free subscriptions. I'm about to do I have so many subscriptions. I'm about to join that. I think I now have, I have a lifetime subscription. Like literally, (laughs) I have a thousand years of subscriptions from, because I love it. It's great. Artlist has been fantastic. Um, So, and they have sound design elements too. So go check out Artlist. Uh, We'll put that link there. Um, Is there anything else we, and again, as we mentioned, film for your content, know what it's going to be. Is there anything else we kind of left out in that space? Don't try to do it because you think you're going to get rich on YouTube. Oh, hell no. You ain't getting rich. You're not getting rich on YouTube YouTube. anymore, guys. There's no, there's just, just forget about that. Yep. Like try to do it to share with your friends and family. Try to do it to entertain yourself. Try to do it just because you want to do it. Right. Like, don't try to do it because you're going to get rich. Yeah, I love making content because you love making biking content. Right. Don't right? think you're Seth's bike hacks or any of those guys. Right. Like, 
like you're not going to be those guys. They were there way before. They were there. There's way exceptions. Early. The big dude that's that's now sponsored yeah, by Specialized. He's funny. He's though. so funny, right? That, uh, but he started more as a TikToker. My understanding. And then Most of them TikTok is where it's at now. Yeah. I think. Yeah. For now. If you do comedy, it's comedy's comedy. Comedy's universal. It's almost sense. like it's almost like playing the stock market. You got to find the next big social media app and be the first. That's right. Or be there early. That's right. And try to pre IPA. Yeah, be, before everybody starts copying. That's everybody. right. You want to get in pre IPA. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's kind of our rundown on it. Hopefully, you find that valuable. If you have other questions or thoughts or comments, you can always send an email or catch us on social media. I'm happy to talk. I love. I, look, I'm a, almost a teacher of this stuff. I, I love. I've been in the same business for 25 years, so I like the content creation game. So if you need help with stuff, I'm here to help. I'll gladly throw my opinion at you. You can also. Um, <laughs> so Dale and I are on Be Real. No, dude, you got to get on Be Real. And Be Real's been a blast. I the only thing it. is it never happens when I'm riding my bike. It happened mm-hmm. one time for you, mm-hmm. and I missed my chance to Be Real with, with the bike stuff, but it rarely happens on the bike. Yeah. Um, but if you guys would like to find us on Be Real, I think I'm, I don't even know how you do a tags on this. I think I'm at Craft Show. You're Turndown King, right? Yeah, I'm Turndown King. Turndown King on Be Real, and I'm Craft Show on Be Real. Uh, reach us out. It's just fun. It's There's simple. no social media value on it. It's no. just simple. Fun. And the funny, th- the best part about it is for me now. Every single time it pops up and Casey's with me, she gets mad. Yeah, I don't even know why. It doesn't affect her. I take a selfie and she's like, "Oh, you should just change it to Selfie King, not Turn Down King. That's stupid. Why do you do that?" I'm like, "Okay, well, you're angry and you need to get a Snickers or something. Jeez. Maybe she needs to be on Casey. Why don't you get on Be Real? No, she needs to go back to work. <laughs> Casey." <laughs> So I'm going to get murdered by Kevin and Casey. They're going to team up to make the murder squad uh, and take me down oh, because no. of you now. This morning when I was leaving, she was like, hey, when do you get paid again? I was like, paid for what? She's like, oh, that's what I thought. I was like, oh. <laughs> you freelanced? And then I come back with a bad one because she had a sweater on that reminded me of Beetlejuice. And I just did the, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. Uh, uh, well, there's our quota for the show. Just you want to you want to hear my this is behind the scenes of my life. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There you go. There's the be real. That was a Tuesday morning at Dale's house. <laughs> That's right. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Um. All right. So the last piece we we're going to talk about is just the race coming up. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're pretty stoked on it. It's going to be December fourth. Um. We will not have an episode for that. We'll have an episode post that show. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have some footage. It depends. Um, I did a piss poor job last time of putting that on. Let's just together. set up GoPros in the woods and let it time lapse yeah. or something. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, you know, uh, Noah shot some great stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. the stuff that we got from Noah, I used it in that video. Like Jakey Poo shot and stuff. You'll mm-hmm. see it some of the stuff throughout here. But um, yeah, that race will be December fourth. It is open, mm-hmm. with the exception of you have to be a member. So that basically means that it's a members only event. Right. Um, and so if you are interested in becoming a member. Um, we can have a conversation, just go through the evaluation period and all that kind of stuff. But if you're, if you're wanting to compete, um, what about this? Here's another thing we could throw out. If you don't want to compete, but you want to see what it's all about. Yeah. You could come watch that day. Yeah. You could come watch. Is that good? Yeah. But just know that like, if you're poaching, we will find you. Yeah. Actually, Kevin Black will find you. Yeah. Kevin Casey. We're going to rile Casey and Kevin (laughs) Black up into our, our team of special forces people. that We have cameras out there. So yeah, there's, there's cameras everywhere. Um, but we, yeah, I have no problem with that. I think it would be fun. I'd yeah, love to have I, a crowd. You I mean, can't ride unless yeah. you remember. That's just general rules. Yeah. Um, and if you're caught out there poaching and something happens, just know that's all on you. Like right. you Stress will get best. no assistance. I'm not being mean. I'm just got to be realistic. Mm. The world's changed, man. It used to be a different place, but 
Um, we all have families and we want to keep riding. So if you would like to come out, you can come out. It's December 4th. Uh, we will meet you. Uh, there'll be a van. There'll be some hoods. We'll get inside. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It'll be all right. We'll, yeah. Just getting the candy. Van. We're just, we're pushing out. Also, uh, for those that are in the area, listening area that can make the drive, if you are not compla- if you're not joining the FNL league, you are missing out on one of the stupidest, stupidestly fun moments really of a Friday night. I mean, it's just a blast of just absolute hilarity. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are not doing that, you're missing out on something great. We uh we make it a thing. It's not just oh hey let's go race and beat each other. No, we have music, we have yeah. beverages, we have darkness. <laughs> yeah, lots it's of all darkness. fun. Imprisoning me. <laughs> anyway, it is uh it's a very good time. Uh. It's it's fun. It's hard from the challenging standpoint. If you are competitive, uh, I promise you will feel the competition. Because mm-hmm. um, even when you think you're doing something great, like I won a fastest lap, but I thought my last two laps were pretty close together. I thought I gauged it. Mm-hmm. I was like three seconds off. Right. Um, but I won fastest lap, so that's good. So that's there's a, a reward for going fast. That's right. But there's a reward for going fast and being consistent. That you, I mean, you get a four point pull. Mm-hmm. That's a huge point <laughs> game. So. It is an actual league. There are multiple races. There are points. There's points for just showing up. So everybody has a chance to be in competition. Mm-hmm. It could go to you any night, and it's been a lot of fun. It's the same system we use at the Reb for December 4th, right. same process that we actually invented it for the Reb. But uh, just wanted to put it out there because if, if you're in the, if you're hearing this, you're missing out. It is, a, it is truly yeah. it's a great social time. It really is. Yeah, and that's what it's all about, right? Yep. Get, get better together. Getbetterdogether.com. Be better. Wow. That's so. our new bike shop name. No. I bet that's taken for some divorce lawyer, some therapy thing. Get better together. It's probably a shoe insole. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what it is at this point? I don't know. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Ride the Rebellion Podcast. Thank you for listening. Once again, please visit our sponsors. If you're curious about anything we talked about, about Artlist or DaVinci, there are affiliate links below. Just FYI, that helps us. Well, it doesn't help us. It actually just helps me, but that'd be cool because I'm part of this anyway. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, if you want to hit those up, you per- you absolutely can. Um, and, and with that, uh, the race is coming up soon. Wish whoever you think is going to win. Maybe we should have a fantasy draft of. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun, and and we'll give away a prize. There you go. Ooh, we'll do that. Maybe we'll post it. Follow our social media, and we'll put up a fantasy draft of of riders. Who's going to win? Of who's going to win? The you can poll. pick your fantasy. There's a poll, and if you are picked, if you pick the winner, you will go into the drawing. Mm-hmm. If you're by yourself, you won. But if there's other people, you go into the drawing, and you will win. And bug, if you pick yourself, you can't win because you got one yep. wing. Take this broken <laughs> wing. Wow, this is over. <laughs> uh, and uh, as always, you can follow us on all the social media channels at Ride the Rebellion. We're there for you. We're here. And as Dale always says, <laughs> if you're late, you're late. Don't be late. Be early. <laughs> all right, that's going to do it. Goodbye. <laughs>